Kirchhoff's article, he says Shaw was only a domestic contact for the CIA. This is more pure bunk. Okay, because we now, as we show in the film, Shaw was a contract agent for the CIA. He was very well valued. He was very well paid. He also had a covert security clearance for a project called QK Enchant. Also, the ARB discovered that the CIA had destroyed Shaw's 201 file. Now, does it get any worse than that? Okay, really, does it get any worse than that? Why would you do that unless you were trying to hide something? Okay? All right. Now, in the film, we show Shaw denied he had any service at all with the CIA. We show that. I think that's a BBC interview that we shot. Okay? And then he more or less did the same thing on the stand and committed perjury. All right? Now... He also uses Max Holland. James Kerchick always also uses Max Holland. Now look. He's an award-winning journalist though, right? What? Isn't Max Holland an award-winning journalist? <laughs> he writes for the CIA. Well, they, they, at least, they at least gave they at least gave him the reward the award, <laughs> right? Yeah, right, right. Okay. One thing these guys leave out. And I don't think you can. The FBI was investigating Shaw in 1963 as part of their original inquiry into the JFK case. And that was declassified by the ARB. Now, I ask you, why would the FBI be investigating Shaw back in 1963, in December of 1963? Um, In my opinion... You know, the the reason they were investigating him is they were trying to find out who Clay Bertrand was. All right. That's the only reason I can see that that they would be investigating Shaw back then. All right. Now, Uh, Jim, Jim, do you think that potentially the way that the FBI handled it, were they actually trying to investigate it in earnest and, and, or do no, you think no. that perhaps do you think Hoover was maybe trying to like dig up all potential loose ends and collect them so that they would have an idea of how to proceed in terms of like cover up yeah, material? I mean, yeah, this is yeah that, that's what I believe. That's what I believe happened. OK, they were trying to collect stuff, knowing what they had to cover up when they interviewed Bannister. They knew Oswald was at 544 Camp Street. Bannister never mentioned Oswald in that interview. OK. The FBI. What, what justice? What reason? What, what? What would be the ostensible reason for interviewing Bannister if you're not going to talk about because that? because of 544 Camp Street? That was on one of the exhibits in the Warren Commission. Okay, all right. And so what happened is the FBI scraped off that address. We have John Newman talking about that in the uh, in 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 our film. All right. So how yeah. did the how did the the infamous address come up how did garrison get up did he find another one or was it one of them included in the warren commission volumes when oswald was arrested if you recall and he had the fbi interview him that was on one of his flyers that and so the fbi knew it that it was on one of his flyers and even though the fbi tried to keep that address away from the warren commission one slipped in and I think it was at one. Okay. 
It was the Corliss Lamont flyer, okay, the crime against Cuba that Oswald had. And so he had, and by the and Bannister knew this. Bannister knew that he had put that, that address on, and he complained bitterly. How was it going to look with my damn address on his flyers? Yeah, well, he didn't live. He didn't live very long after that. <laughs> no, no. And by the way, and let me say something else. It's not a coincidence that Oswald picketed in front of the International Trademark where Clay Shaw worked. All right, let me explain a little bit about this. Jesse Court, who was Shaw's right hand man at the International Trademark, just happened to be on the scene of Oswald confronting Carlos Bringier on Canal Street when Bringier threw a punch at Oswald, and Oswald, I guess, got in prison for receiving a punch, <laughs> and Bringier didn't get any penalty at all, all right? Jesse Corp picked up one of the flyers that Oswald had, he sent it to the FBI. He circled the last page on the flyer that had Bannister's address on it. All right? He mailed it from the international trademark to the FBI. Jesse Core, on the day Oswald picketed the international trademark, called WDSU, the TV station there, and got the cameras there and the photographers to go ahead and take pictures and films of Oswald there. Now, the importance of that, there's a number of reasons it's important, but it's those films and pictures that get broadcast on November 22nd and November the 23rd, thereby incriminating Oswald in the public eye as a communist malcontent, when in fact, Jesse Core knew what 544 Camp Street was, since he circled it on the flyer and sent it into the FBI from Clay Shaw's international trademark. So in other words, it's very unlikely Shaw didn't know about that. All right? So, now I could go on because it's even, it's even worse than that. Okay, and then let me just add in a little stuff. Carlos Cruaga Bringier's right-hand man went to Oswald's apartment before the international trademark picketing. He said he had picked up a few flyers that Oswald had dropped on Canal Street. That's not what Oswald's landlady, Jesse Garner, said. She said that he had a very thick stack of flyers with him when he visited Oswald, all right? In other words, he said it was like a ream. In other words, Caraga was supplying Oswald with the flyers for the international trademark picketing incident. I don't see how it gets any more incriminating than that, all right? So if Kerchick wants to talk about, oh, my God, he Clay Shaw was this, you know, put upon innocent guy, you know, I don't think the facts relay that today. That was just an excerpt from the American Exception podcast. 
To hear the whole episode, as well as archived and new episodes, please subscribe to the American Exception podcast at Patreon. There's a link in the show notes, or you can just go to patreon.com slash American Exception. Subscribe and you can join us as we illuminate the dark side of the U.S. empire. 